Good day and welcome to Select BGM, hosted by myself, John, and me, Rich. We put together this humble show for you, the listener, with the hopes that you'll come to appreciate the most underrated music of the modern entertainment age, the music of video games. Hey there, welcome to Select BGM. I am John. And I'm Reach. And we're back this week with regular music instead of doing a special episode. We've done a couple in a row and now it's just not the same old thing. Oh my god, Mega Man just died. Mega Man just died. Oh my god. Oh no. Um, yeah, so the, the theme of this episode, uh, Who's the Boss, is kind of kind of boss-related, mm-hmm. but not necessarily boss themes. Yeah, it's the whole idea of power struggles, yeah. or or it's just a fucking theme, but it's a it's questionable like, assumption of control. <laughs> Who is the boss? Is it Tony? Or is, is it Angela? Angela? Or is it Mona? Oh, it, it's, it's not Mona. Jonathan. It's not Jonathan. He's... He's not the boss. Or Samantha. He's subordinate. Hey, it's me, Jonathan. I know he was. He turned out to be gay. Right? Uh-huh. Turned out. I think so. Well, yeah, sh- yeah. He always was. Right. Yeah. Right. But, but it was official. It was like and, he made it official. Uh huh. And it's like that he had the gay. Well, I like the you know Tony Danza um, and Alyssa Milano. It's like hey, I'm Italian. Hey. I know. Yeah. It's like hey, that's cool. They got that right at least. Yeah. They lived in a van. Oh, they yeah, just yeah. rolled up to some <laughs> lady's house and started living there. Oh, yeah. the 80s sitcom. Yeah, well, I take care of stuff. It's like, he's a bum. He is a bum. He lives in a van. Yeah, he's not the boss. And if he is, he's a manipulative creep. Yeah, right. Just let this dude live in your house. And then the alcoholic weird mom, Mona. Mona. I don't know if she's alcoholic, but she was, ex- you know, out there. She was an absolutely fabulous type of lady. Well, she was a whore. Yeah. yeah. She was in that movie, Brazil. I remember her in that. And she was also in, I think, Time Bandits. She was a Terry Gilliam actor. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, I don't know. Um, whatever happened to Judith Light? That's her name? Not Mona, oh. Angela. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, she's the neurotic blonde. She had, with hair. <laughs> yeah. Hair forever. Yeah. Yeah, I want to live in an 80s sitcom. God, I know. Not Webster, though. Fuck that. I would not live in Webster. Why not, dude? Because that kid's an asshole. <laughs> he is? He gets carried away by balloons. You never saw that in the episode, but you saw that in the intro. <laughs> he gets carried Well, he's like holding some balloons. And, and it like, starts lifting him up. It's like, yeah. oh. Yeah, in the 80s, they always wanted to have, like, some growth-stunted black kid, you know? Because after different strokes, it's like, oh, let's do something similar. Right. Let's have Webster. Right, yeah. I I was reading about the Webster TV show, don't ask me why, but uh, the, the guy in there, Mongo, Pop, George Papadopoulos, uh-huh. I can't remember his name now, but he, he died recently, but he, he, uh, he and that was really his wife. Oh, wow. In real life, and they wanted to do a TV show that was sports-related, because he used to be, like, a defensive lineman for the Lions okay. or something, and um, and they they pitched this show, and the network was like, yeah, let, we'll do this show with you and your wife, and then they right before it started to kick off, they're like, hey, we're gonna make a change, and we're gonna insert this little black oh. boy into it, right, because of the popularity of different strokes, probably, and uh, I guess it became quite a nightmare. Oh, really? That show, yeah. I, um, I don't know the lyrics. <laughs> I can't help it. I don't. I never watched the show or liked it, you know. But you know, you know, y- you know, y- you know. All right, yeah. And Silver Spoons. Um, I remember it had that dude that was in Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Was a kid in that. Um, Carlton. And what's oh, his he was. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I know forget that. his name. Is he token black friend? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But he's the one with dressed up like Michael Jackson and stuff. Of and course. Then, and then I swear.
where like wasn't Benson in Silver Spoons? No, no, no. There, I've mixed up my old Benson was in Soap. Soap. Okay. I always thought like the the black friend in Silver Spoons was Benson, but I was a kid. I was dumb, you know. And I'm just exposing my ignorance right now. That's cool. sorry. That's all right. But yeah, Benson, he just died. He did. Robert Giamme. Yeah. So that's too bad. Yeah, that is. But listen to the background music, guys. Yeah. We're doing something different again. That's a gay one, but hey. What was that? that was, woo! Woo! So you got it. There we go. Well, do you want to woo in the song music? All right, let's woo in. Nah, episode 95, Who's the Boss? We're going to kick it off with Battle of the Venus 7 from the game Half Minute Hero, The Second Coming on PSP. Uh, various composers, but this uh, particularly sounds like the JDK Falcon sound team, or at least somebody from it. Uh, released 2011, it was developed by Opus and published by Marvelous AQL.
start with boys. This is a patriarchal society. Yes, it is. And that was Threatening Zeppelin um, from the game Cuphead on Xbox One and Windows. The composer was Christopher Madigan, released 2017, developed and published by Studio MDHR Entertainment. And before that, you heard the Kefka theme from the game Final Fantasy VI on Super Nintendo, composed by Nubo Uematsu, released 1994, developed and published by Square. And right before that was Militant Meat, another Uematsu number by N. Kenji Ito. It was from the game Saga 2, Haiho Densetsu, Goddess of Destiny, or Final Fantasy Legend 2. It originally was on the Game Boy, and then it came out on the DS later um, as a remake. Um, the Game Boy 1 came out in 1990, but this one came out in um, 2009 on the DS. The developer and publisher were Square. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's October. It's Halloween oh, weekend, essentially. I'm not looking forward to Halloween this year. Every year I have to sit at the door, pass out candy, and well, I hate Turn your light off. I am going to oh, okay. this year because I, I don't have kids, yeah. and I do it every year, and I, I don't eat candy anymore, so I just don't <laughs> want to have it around. You're a crotchety old miser. I, yeah. Yeah, turn off your light and, or give them like give them condiment packets. No. When they come, I did that. Yeah, you were young and crotchety. I do it now. <laughs> well, there's other people on the street and stuff, and everyone does a trunk or treating anyway. But yeah. I always feel like I'm coughing out, you know. Yeah, the trick or treating's gone to like the workplace or like the church parking lot or. Oh, dude, and I've noticed on Facebook I'm in a neighborhood watch group on there. It's after I had I had my house burglarized a couple times in the past, so you know got security everything, and I joined you know those groups to see what's going on. But everyone's like, hey, what day are we doing trick-or-treating this year? And people are like, uh, Halloween? What? what? Who's, who's asked you that? People in the neighborhood watch group. Or it's oh, just a neighbor, okay. It's a neighborhood group. It's not necessarily, it's community and concerns type of group, you know, like next door type of. Well, like, maybe they want to do it today since it's on a week. Saturday. Yeah, yeah, I understand the 28th that. 28th just... and opposed to the 31st. It's just weird. Halloween, dude. Yeah. I mean, even if it's on a Sunday. So we do this thing at, at my work where they bring, you know, that all the employees bring in their kids mm-hmm. and each department dresses up their their surroundings uh, with using various themes or whatever and some of them look really cool um, but uh, usually or there's been a couple of years where I've uh, the kids will walk by and I'll turn on some cannibal corpse and turn it up <laughs> I'm like the kids won't they won't understand what they're saying but, but um that, that, that's that's a lot of fun but i can't get any work done like as soon as about 1 hits i have to leave because you hear the jingle train come by and... yeah and it's like here comes here come the spawn i need to go home and work now i always hated halloween because everything that i ever did like when i was a kid was kind of ghetto because you know my parents were never good at woodworking or costumes or any of that kind of stuff and you have these mormon friends you know where their whole families are about crafts we, we can all our food. You know, they have all sorts of projects. They're all about self-reliance and survival. Right. So, like, you know, I'd dress up as a bum, and I love my costume. I'd go into school, and there's another kid dressed as a bum, done up to the nines, and it's just like, fuck. Like, like a, a homeless person? Yeah, uh-huh. Or there would be, like, Pinewood Derbies and Scouts. Oh, you know? sure, And, like, kids sure. bringing, like, fucking rockets, you know, like, machined things of beauty, and I'd have, like, an ugly block of wood. <laughs> right. <laughs> Three wheels on the bottom, one on the top for no other reason than you got bored of 
hammering wheels into the wood. But um, what was I going to say? Halloween kids, um, having everything be substandard because you suck. Yeah, right. You, you, you're not you're not a part of you're not a part of the the scouts. Yeah, the bigger picture. Yeah, even in scouts, I was not the I didn't I was a kid that didn't have to pray. No, you know it was okay. You know, but it was always at the Mormon church. Right. And you know who cares? You know at least they let you in, and I think that's okay. The scouts are now allowing girls. Yeah, that's weird. Like, why? I, I don't think it's weird as much though, because um, but it would be nice if they had um, girl scout groups where they were still girl. And I don't think it's bad to have a mixed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I mean, you don't do anything in Girl Scouts anyway, other than peddle cookies. Yeah, that Girl Scouts is bullshit. You know, yeah. Boy Scouts is more fun, and I think that Girl Scouts, if it could be made more like Boy Scouts, right. then it would be good. Like the Eagle Scouts and stuff. Yeah, like, that. like, like girls actual, can learn like, applicable like self-reliance. Yeah, exactly. And you know, self-reliance doesn't mean you sell cookies. Well, well, if you have a little Colorado, <laughs> if you don't. Um, Halloween season, Stranger Things season two came out yesterday. yesterday. Uh, I'm sure everybody's binge watching that. I'm looking forward to watching. I, I like the it. first season a lot. So yeah, Barbara better come back. But... Oh, that's right. Yeah, Barbara. Everyone's all talking about her. Yeah, well, she's the one that just got cast aside, and then right. she's all dead. And <laughs> you, if you haven't seen the first season, then you're an idiot. I know. I'm like you. You're, you've either seen it or you're never going to see and, and it. And even if you, even if it is a spoiler, you're not going to remember because you don't know who any of these people are yet. So who cares? Right. And if the six people listening to this show have probably <laughs> watched Stranger Things, so yeah. Well, that, I think that's a cue. All right, that's a cue. Here's another Stranger Thing. No, this is another track by Machina Supremacy. Haven't played them in a while, but this is the ninth time I think. So I got to slow down with that. Have you really played them that many times? Yeah, because they've been a greatest hit type oh, episodes. Okay. But they're just one of those bands that was video gamey that came out of nowhere in the early 2000s. It was really cool. Um, the title of this track is Nemesis. Composer is Machina Supremacy and it was released in 2002.
Hello, welcome back. You just heard the Stage 3 theme from the game Prince of Persia on Super Nintendo. It was composed by Toshia Yamanaka and Tetsuya Nakano. Released 1992, developed by Arsis and published by Konami. Before that was Boss Marceline. Who is in charge here? From the game Adventure Time, hey Ice King, why did you steal our garbage? The composer was Jake Kaufman. Not really? saying no, it. No, not saying it. Really? Not saying it. <laughs> done. No more Jake Kaufman. Well, we could play it. No more Jake Kaufman. Okay, okay, for a while. We're not gonna say it anymore. Released 2012 because nobody plays more Jake Kaufman. <laughs> Sorry. It. Developed by WayForward Technologies, published by D3 and Bandai Namco Games. And before that, you heard the Farewell to Ballad. Ballad? Ballad. The special stage 3 theme from Mega Man 10, uh, released on various platforms. Various Composers, released 2010, developed by Intecreates and published by Capcom. Wonderful. Prince of Persia. They had to go and Japanese it up, didn't they? They did, yep. You know? I was playing this uh, game, Knights of the Round, on Super Nintendo on the emulator yesterday with Miss Pac-Man. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's Knights of the Round. It's King Arthur, and it's... Is that the sideways one where... Yeah, it's like Golden Axe, uh -huh. smash yeah, okay, I know that one. And we're, we're playing it in about five stages in, and it's all... We know, played it when we were kids. You had it, yeah, I think, or one of us I did. I think so. And it's, you know, it's set in England and, and European medieval type thing. And then out of nowhere, you fight a samurai. They imported him. They, they imported the samurai. And of course, he's hard as hell, so it's like, oh, I guess the Japanese do win. Oh, yeah. Oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah, they, yeah Capcom. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, Capcom. Well, still, it's cool, you know? Video games have to be a mix. It's like Westworld, right. you know? They have the, ah, the samurai world in there, you okay. know? So speaking of video games, you finally got yourself a PS4? I did, yeah. I bought a PS4 Pro in East 8, Lacrimosa of Dana. Yep. I was able to sign in with my old, P you know, PlayStation account from the PS3, and so I still had some money in my wallet which went towards you know the $50 whatever it is a year thing right but I like the system I like um, compared to a PC like in a PC you don't just push a button you know you can alt tab get out of your app but it's always kind of crashy I like having a dashboard where like okay I'm gonna just stop my game exactly where I'm at rest it whatever go to the back to the main menu play um, some Netflix whatever power off the system not really power it off all the way but then come back the next day and come back right where you were in your game yeah I mean I like that you know there is a convenience factor there I don't the graphics are as good as you know my PC, but I don't care. Yeah, I don't. It's convenience. It's good. And there's the you know I got to buy some of the like the Uncharted collection because I never played through those. Yeah, just get three. Oh really? Yeah. Well the collection's like twenty bucks. Oh all right. Well just play three. Okay. That's the only one you need to play. Um, I'm playing Ease as well, Ease Eight, and it's actually Donna. Oh, that's, that's how, how they it's pronounce. Yeah. Okay. Da Donna. Um, and I it, it is probably one of the most enjoyable gaming experiences I've had in a long time. It is a really good game. It's huge, varied. I really enjoy the hell out of it. Very yeah. addictive. The I've music's noticed, awesome. I've noticed that early on. It's like you get a new tool in your arsenal. You can do more things. It's, it is world building. It's like um, Fallout 4, the camp things done right without that annoying dude always like, hey, the guys could use your help over or whatever. What was his name? Garvey? I don't remember his name. Preston something? I don't know. But yeah, I I like it. I think it's fun. Um, I think Dogie's like too, too <laughs> macho. He is. He's, you know, he like, is a man's man. Well, like in the E7, he's like just a big burly guy. You know the other guy, in, um, the fisherman guy? Sahad. The farty guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah, the yeah. farty was funny. Yeah, too. me too. <laughs> 
But, um, you know, that's what Dogi looked like in E7. Well, yeah, yeah. And so it's like, oh, he's all cool now. But I really like the characters. I like the, the colors. Yeah. I just like that style of East games, you know, where it's kind of like a weird techno-gothic-y bright color thing. I like the style better than Zelda or Final Fantasy. Do you do a lot of fishing? I haven't yet. I'm you only should. Done oh, yeah? Yeah, do a lot of fishing. There'll be somebody that you give the fish to. And oh, I saw that items. bird thing. Yeah, the bird shoe bell. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I, it's so different than E7, but, you know, I after playing it all day Sunday last week, I went to bed and all, I was just playing it all night long and not really sleeping in my head. It's in like Tetris head. does that. Any puzzle game or anything where it's where you just keep going and going and going. It's not. Yeah, it's like repetitive stress dreams. It's like Pee Wee Herman videos. and knitting and knitting <laughs> and knitting. Pee Wee Herman. I watched Chicken Chong's next movie, just a bit of it last week, and Pee Wee Herman's in it in his Pee Wee Herman oh, suit. Yeah. But that movie's just... Cheech and Chong movies aren't as good. They were never that good, but... No, when you were 15 and yeah. stoned, they were pretty good. They were pretty funny when you when you did, had never seen them before. But yeah, they don't really yeah, stand they... the test of time, really. But in the right environment, they're just fine. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't talk shit on Cheech and Chong. No, don't don't talk shit on Cheech and Chong. I'm sorry. All right, are we moving on? Moving on Let's up. Let's moving on up. Right. So we're going to start off round three with the... Uh, Track 9, song track 9 from the game. J und die Spielzeugdieber. J und die Spielzeugdieber. On Game Boy Color, this was a German only release. Um, the composer is Thomas Mogensen. Thomas Mogensen. Released 2000, developed by Eclipse Entertainment and published by THQ.
Shaman, he's gonna poison you with psychedelic drugs to make you afraid of your the imaginary bosses that you fight in video games. Sweet. It's from the sound. Well, it's an album called Falcon Bosses Anime, which is a collection of remastered or not remastered, but remixed sort of songs from boss battles in Falcom games. And this was from Sorcerian. The, the composer was the Falcom Sound Team. Um, released 2012, 1987 for the original, developed and published by Nihon Falcom. And before that was the song Koopa Road from Super Mario 64 on Nintendo 64, composed by Koji Kondo, released 1996, developed and published by Nintendo. Previous was Serpentis, final boss from the game 1001 Spikes. It's on various systems. I first saw it on the Xbox 360. The composer's Tad Nuznov, um, or credited as Rush Jet 1. We've played some Rush Jet before on our show. And Misoka, released 2011. Developed by 8-Bit Fanatics and Nykalis Inc. And published by Nykalis Inc. So yes. Wonderful. It's just a wonderful, wonderful trip through the Starcraft in the night, whatever. Just like a Starcraft sailing through the night. Have a nice one. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. I like to do that Big Daddy Kane like, mm-mm-mm-mm. What's a Big Daddy Kane? He's that rapper. Oh. Did some ain't no half stepping in the 80s. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, hey, I was never a big fan of his, but... He was cool. Insomnium, Shadows of a Dying Sun. Oh, yeah, it's a good album. Good album. It's better than that other one, the one that was like on one track. Oh, uh, it's, it's, they're both on par with each other. Okay. Yeah, they're both really good. Um, another good album I just uh, picked up, Scandroid, part of the retro new wave scene. Uh, Monochrome, good album. Really good uh, cover of Thriller by Michael Jackson, actually. Check it out. Check, check, check. I bought Neuron Spoiler, yep. um, their new album. I didn't like it as much as their last one, which is sad because I always like quirky shit, you know, and it wasn't as quirky and the solo sections weren't as long as they should have been or not as imaginative as they should have been. And I got Sons of Apollo, which is, you know, Mike Portnoy and Derek Trinian from Dream Theater with along with um, Billy Sheehan and, um, God, what's his name? Ron Bumblefoot. Thaw. And then the singer who was saying, I am a Viking. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Scott Soto. Okay. And it's not bad, but it's just not very cohesive. And, you know, like, that also reminded me, like, when I'm driving to work, you know, I um, I always have random CDs, you know, where I have, like, 100 random MP3s, because, and I keep, now I got six in the morning, you know, six o'clock on, on a Sunday, Sunday morning. morning. <laughs> and it's like, I know the honor of God, Mary, Mary Jane. Jane. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song, man. Yeah, that's a good one. That's their best album. I'm sorry, but as far as I'm concerned. It is, it is. Yeah, Awake is definitely mm-hmm. their best album. Now, is Sherinian, is he, was he the keyboardist that came after? Yeah, Kevin Moore. Yeah. So he's in, yeah, Falling Into Infinity. Yep. And then when they finally released A Change of Seasons on CD, that used to just be a track that they'd play. And then they released it as a CD, and he was on that, too. Okay. Awesome. And then they kicked him out. Out. Well, Jordan Rudess. Jordan I mean. Rudess, man, is an awesome keyboardist. Yeah. Man. He's like, and he, you know, reimagines the songs, and he zones out his keyboards. Like, he can do a live performance. He's a he's a master, man. That guy's yeah. great. I mean, even if it sounds kind of fruity a lot of the time. <laughs> it's, it's little it, magical it, world of Disney. It does, but... <laughs> It's, it's so good. Just, you know, like any band, after a while, you get tired of the output because it's just samey. You know, like, oh, well, I already have this album that came out in 94, even though it's like 17 or 27 years later. <laughs> 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 
23. Yeah, we were talking about that. It, you know, the Wonder Years TV show that came out in like 1989, 1990, and it, it showed at our, at that time our parents uh-huh. um, what they were going through in like 1969 and so we thought you know from a perspective point of view if, if the wonder years came out now for us it'd be like 1997 oh i know i'd be it'd be the bo- most boring ass show ever nothing happened in 1997 except friends well, that's fuck friends true. i didn't the 90s i just don't care about there, there was a lot of good stuff there, there you know every decade's neat but chumba wumba yeah, yeah no i want to hear some 80s I like the 70s too now. That's a decade like in the 80s you'd look back and think like, oh, that was so cheesy. Because the technology from the 80s on, you know, if you shot on film on old stuff, it always looked good. But music in the 80s still doesn't sound that dated. You know, I think that was one of the best recording eras, 70s too. You know, like, but the drums, once they got the gated snare and the synth in there in the 80s, it's, I don't know. Yes. I'm rambling. Well, with that, I think it's time that we end the show. Yeah, put a bullet in it. But yeah, (laughs) we're done. Um, thank you for listening. This is episode 95, Who's the Boss, or Questionable Assumption hey. of Control. Thank you, as always, for listening. You can check us out on Facebook and on our website, www.selectbgm.org. Uh, next uh, episode, next week, we are doing episode 96, Crime Time. We're doing songs uh, based on PIs or private dicks. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, crime and, you know, probably something from NARC. I don't know. Uh, but yes, I am John. And I am Rich. And this shit won't play itself. I forgot the sign off. It's new every time. <laughs> oh, that's right. We didn't do it. Either. All right. Well, select BGM. This shit don't play itself. Yep. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>